0: The GOP has a huge edge in competitive house races, and Biden asks if a deceased lawmaker is at his event. I'm Greg Karumbas. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day, and lots of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Back in the good old days, Americans argued about which policies to pursue to improve the great country we love. And today, we find ourselves arguing about whether or not our country is great or if we should love America or be ashamed of it. For too many years, too many of our schools have been neglecting to teach about America's great heritage of liberty, presenting them instead with a dishonest narrative of America as fundamentally unjust and racist hillsdale college a small christian classical liberal arts college in southern michigan is weighing in for america by offering you free online courses such as the great american story a land of hope and constitution 101 the meaning and history of the constitution with hillsdale college you'll study timeless truths in a supportive community dedicated to knowledge of the highest things provides insight into the nature of god and man forms character and defends constitutional government. I encourage all of you to visit DanaForHillsdale.com and enroll today. To begin your free Hillsdale College course, visit DanaForHillsdale.com today. That's DanaForHillsdale.com.
2: As of 6 a.m., there are about 1.9 million people, our customers, without power. Uh, right now, the hardest-hit areas are, Char- are Hardy, 99 percent without power. As of this morning, Charlotte and Lee both have 85 percent without, it, and DeSoto is at 80 percent without. Sarasota, uh, Collier, Manatee, uh, close to half uh, of the customers there uh, are without power. Stay in place
1: some of the latest about the damage from Hurricane Ian, which, as predicted, has gone out to the Atlantic and recharged and now decides it's hungry again, so it's going to go into the Carolinas. So that is the latest as it relates to the longest. Golly, this hurricane won't go away. Won't get the message, will it? It's, It's overstayed. It's welcome, and it needs to go. Welcome to the show. It's a uh, Friday. We got a lot of stuff to get into today together. And that's just as I said, just some of the some of the latest stuff that we have. And we're going to continue following it. Now I think Biden's expected to speak uh a little bit later and I know that the governor has been giving uh press conferences throughout the day, the Florida governor Ron DeSantis. So when any of that happens, if appropriate, when appropriate, We will go to that and we'll take it. So the other there's been a lot of uh, we're also going to get to we're going to talk to Congressman Chip Roy later on because there's been a lot of movement, a lot of stuff happening in Congress with the reconciliation bill, so on and so forth. You need to be aware of what they're going to be doing, what they want to spend your money on. So we're going to get into all of that as well. So there's a lot of stuff to update you about today. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna stay with it. So first and foremost, like I said, uh, Hurricane Ian. Just to give you the latest, uh, two million over two million without power. Someone was saying that Lee County was basically uh, off grid at this point. So our prayers are with those people. And now the Carolinas are batting down the hatches too. The flooding, the damage. I mean, the, there's 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 uh, uh, I mean, it, none of it's good. And I think the latest. I saw reported in one Florida paper of seven fatalities, which, you know, any fatality is, is one too many. However, I have to say um, that is, and not to sound callous, but with a storm of that magnitude, it just seems like that's, I mean, relatively and thankfully low from what we've been able to see thus far. So it uh, has been described As looking like an atom bomb dropped. Entire neighborhoods leveled. The destruction. And then, of course, the Sanibel Bridge collapse. I mean, this is just... I mean, Fort Myers Beach is is gone. Just gone. And there are now waterways created where there were not waterways before. And so there's going to be a lot of cleanup. Absolute devastation in Fort Myers. And Santa Bell Island, that causeway, the only way that you can get uh, to anyone there is by boat or air. That's it. No way to drive over there because the, the bridge and the, the causeway has been, they've been entirely destroyed. So the ongoing destruction from that hurricane. And like I said, it went back. It was expected to do this, to go out into the Atlantic and recharge. A lot of stuff. Did I, did I welcome everyone to the show? Happy Friday. I'm checking off all my stuff to get you updated. Your lovable curmudgeon, Dana Lash here. And we're going to make sure. I, I, here's one good thing. Here's, here's some good news. I'm going to make sure you get some good news, too. So Tom Brady donated to Hurricane Ian Relief. And a lot of people have been. They've, uh, so far, the Florida disaster funds generated more than $10 million in 24 hours and uh, Florida First Lady Casey DeSantis held a presser discussing just how much was raised, and she credited Tom Brady for helping with the effort because he's been really pushing it hard, and uh, so ha- NFL's been pushing uh, the Red Cross, and that's one of the things, just real quick, everybody has been saying don't send things. If you're going to do anything, send uh, money, because they have supplies. The big thing is going to be cleanup, and then rebuilding and that's going to take time and money and so that's what they said if you're going to donate do it through these organizations like the Red Cross in Florida because they're already there and they have you know their pipelines open and they're already organized to do this they said that makes it actually easier for the people who are out there helping uh, all of those who have been devastated uh, by this so a lot to get into now the other thing as I said um, I think Anthony Blinken was speaking earlier. And uh, now we've got, and I think President uh, Biden is going to be uh, speaking as well. A quick thing on that, because Putin's been rambling on and on about nuclear this and nuclear that. Uh, he was trying to say that, oh, well, the U.S. created the precedent by bombing Japan. So, And then he's just been, he said Anglo-Saxons blew up Nord Stream, and he's just nuts. He's nuts. I just, I, I don't think that he has uh, the willpower, and uh, he's lost so many there apparently, I read a, a report that said more people are fleeing Russia in order to avoid mandatory service because they said he's building like a grandpa army. He's got like, you know, late 60s is in, in serving. There's a 70 year old dude with a rifle in one photo that I saw. Crazy. And so it's, it's going horrifically for him. Uh, also, Ukraine had officially applied for NATO membership. No, I'm going to say no. That's like, you know, your, your house burning down. And then you want to get uh, insurance for fire after. Right. No, no, that's not how it works. It's not going to work that way. Nope. No, thanks. And we, of course, we sent more money over to Ukraine as well. But yet not everyone is able to say that it's entirely accounted for. Uh, as it relates to Congress, the Senate passed the continuing resolution to, well, they got to go to the House. So the House, the Senate has theirs. The House has theirs. They have to go through the process. They have to, it's the reconciliation bill. They um, they they passed their version to fund government till mid December, and later on we're going to be talking to Congressman Chip Roy from Texas because he was going through this bill and for the House going through everything, and it's what you're going to be spending your money on is or what they want to is infuriating. Now remember the shutdown and there's always this there's always this shutdown theater right before midterms. It was two days away. I'm actually okay if it shuts down. Yeah. I think they were one of the things I think they were trying to do is some of the emergency relief funding is tied into this, and it's and that's just, I, I mean, not to get into the total weeds with it. There's always there is always some sort of appropriated funding for relief spending, etc. But. One of the things that they do is that they earmark it not just for emergency relief funding. And I'm going to talk about here coming up this horrible narrative uh, that should just be bombed that was spun out by the New York Times about DeSantis and Hurricane Sandy relief because there's a lot of corrections that need to be made there. But the Senate passes this. Now, the... Uh, vote. I mean, of course, I mean, they, they were able to have the majority. Uh, it, it includes $12.3 billion in aid to Ukraine. Now, this is theirs, as well as $2.5 billion to support New Mexico wildfire recovery, $20 million for uh, Jackson, Mississippi's water infrastructure, and then $18 billion for FEMA. And that will end up helping those efforts, w- well, we're assuming in the aftermath of Hurricane Ian. Now, this is what, let me set this up just to touch on this because i'll deep dive into it here a little bit later on there were a lot of cri- there was some criticism that was bubbling up and it was this new york times piece and i can't the guy's name slips me uh it was this new york times piece and the guy was uh the the allegation is that ron DeSantis voted uh that he he voted against her hurric- this one bill that had hurricane sandy relief funding in it and what they actually didn't mention is that Desantis voted for when he was this is 2013 when he was in house voted for 17 billion dollars in emergency funding for hurricane sandy relief and it was completely paid for and it actually had immediate impact on everything needed in the aftermath of that you know a huge storm the hurricane and there were you know a ton of over 70 republicans and democrats voted uh they actually voted to uh cut the bill that they're talking about They voted to cut this bill, Nixit, because they wanted to handle spending another way and also because the bill that they're all referencing, the thing that they're all contesting as it relates to DeSantis, only, actually I think it's less than 30% of the bill of that funding was expected to be spent right away on Hurricane Sandy relief. So the remaining funds were kind of open and for anything related or not to the storm. This is what Democrats do. They'll have, you'll have like a decent, say you get a decent bill, whether it's funding for veterans or funding for police or something like that. It's like a Mott Bailey thing, right? The Mott Bailey style argument. You can defend, you know, your fort and then you go out outside of the castle gates and you want to defend the village out there. That's a little bit harder. And you retreat back to your your one, your fort, your one strong position if everything's go sideways so they they put out the strong oh it's just police funding oh it's just funding for disaster relief and then when it feels like you know everybody's agreeing then they'll slip in this poison pill of describe of of, uh, uh earmarks or something like that they have wasteful spending they'll put pork in something that ends up making it pretty slushy. And in fact, some of these bills in the past couple of years, I think we talked about this, one of them that they were putting out for police, actually, the majority of it was not even going to do to police funding. That's why people were voting against it. Nobody reads this stuff. I mean, they put the damn things on the Internet. Clerk.house.gov. I I have the the bill in my notes and I linked it. Nobody apparently can Google, especially at the New York Times, and nobody can actually read the damn bill and look and see just how much of the the actual funding was not going to go to Hurricane Sandy. I talked about this on air at the time that they were yelling over this bill. I remember this clear as day. We're going to talk more about it because this is my point. And looking at this, you have like FEMA funding, but you got to look at the fine print and look at everything else that's in there. Democrats cannot pass a straight no chaser bill. They just can't do it. Now, speaking of funding, there's more Ukraine funding going out. Like I said, it was a uh, 12.3 billion. How many did not we just It was 60 billion just last month. Now, there was one allegation made by a congressman uh, yesterday that some of this, a lot of it's not going actually to their military uh, exercise or their military, uh, uh, their soldiers, or their supplies, or whatever. That it's actually paying their pensions. <laughs> what? I uh, know because there's no. Do you has have they actually given you given the taxpayer us? I mean, if I'm if I'm paying for a war, what part of the war am I paying for?
3: We have pensions here that are suffering. We've got people's retirement accounts who are getting drained.
1: Yeah, but Kane, it's doing? D different.
3: Oh. Okay. It's,
1: keen, it's It's D different. I don't accept that. Yeah. Mm. So we're going to get into all of that. We have a lot of stuff to get into. Also, I don't know if you guys saw this video of Biden again wandering away from the podium yesterday. I'm not saying this to be jokey. Guys, this looks bad. It looks bad, and I don't want to get uh, attacked as a country because my president looks like he's got a cheese brain. I mean, come on. It is. He wandered away from the podium, and I just... There's something that is not right, and I'm tired of everybody walking on eggshells, not allowed to ask questions about it, and I'm tired of him going, well, it's a, or his people saying it's a stutter. There's something seriously cognitively wrong here. We should be able to discuss it. We have a lot to touch on. And uh, we also have some education headlines and uh, so much more education headlines, which are important. Folks, stop overpaying and let Recoil Gunworks be your go-to for ammo. This is a great Indiana-based company, and it was actually created in a small basement in 2013, small Midwest town in their basement and uh, family owned they think like us and they're really known for over at Recoil Gunworks they're a web-based firearms, ammo and accessories retailer they're really known for their police trade-in guns in great shape they pick them including the firearms the lights the sights the scopes tasers and more you can buy now pay later no interest and at Recoil Gunworks they have very very competitive pricing super easy to use website as well just visit RecoilGunworks.com Dana you can search for whatever you need by caliber weight application you can look for brands like Winchester, Federal. The uh, vast majority of the country, by the way, has no restrictions on on receiving ammo and they will note you know they have it all up there very helpfully on their website ammo shipped to your door where legal and they explain that including Illinois New Jersey and Connecticut you need to see the frequently asked questions on that and check the product restrictions page for further state law requirements and restrictions visit recoilgunworkscom Dana today to get you a full list of products and use code Dana to get free shipping on your next order whether you need it in the woods or on the range recoil gunworks gets it there fast and once you make your first order it won't be the last use code dana right now to get free shipping at recoilgunworks.com slash dana
3: and now all of the news you would probably miss it's time for dana's quick five brought to you by caltech
1: so m&ms unveiled a new color the first one in more than a decade and says that it represents inclusivity and acceptance it's the new quirky character for the first time in 10 years, it's a purple color. And it's a her. So I you're already using the wrong, you're already using the wrong um pronouns. They gave it eyelashes and combat boots. So that, you know, it's femme, but not like too femme. This is so stereotypical and actually insulting. I can't even deal. It makes me hate MMs. So they it's it's the purple MM and they had this big cringe whole i gotta talk about this in a whole other sub segment because i'm a lot angrier about this because it's just stupid it's just stupid it's just oh my gosh it's purple anyway a deadly new ebola-like virus that lives in monkeys in africa is poised for spillover into humans and could cause the next pandemic according to a study why could it cause that that's what i would like to know u.s researchers are now calling for tests According to some of these headlines, they're saying they're in wider surveillance for uh, this simian hem- hemorrhagic fever virus, SHFV, to be developed in case there's a global outbreak. But why would it spill over? Just don't. Just don't be messing with this stuff over there. Don't be messing with any, any, anything that has it. Stop. And don't eat pants. Uh, a new study, the average person. This is Weird. This is really this actually kind of freaked me out. The average person spends four hours a day, a whole decade of their life on autopilot. That's true. They interviewed 2000 British adults and they all they were all saying they often felt as though they drifted through as much as five or more hours a day without any real thought about what they were doing. That's like, you know, over 1300 hours each year, 27 hours a week. I mean, that's ends up being a decade doing the same thing, having the same routine. And they said they just they're on autopilot. The average person spends four hours a day on autopilot. That's kind of terrifying. Uh, Also, this is horrible. A mountain lion attacks a seven-year-old boy from the the back in a park. ABC News had it. It was Pico Canyon Park in Santa Clarita, California. The seven-year-old boy is recovering. It was an aggressive mountain lion. It leapt at him from behind a bush. Thankfully, he is recovering. Stick with us. If you're like me, you're growing more and more concerned about the future. Inflation is at its highest level in 40 years. Interest rates are skyrocketing, and market experts not only predict a recession, but they're using terms like, quote, economic hurricane and unprecedented. So if you want to protect your future, do what I did. Call the only precious metal dealers that I trust, American Hartford Gold. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your savings and retirement accounts by diversifying your portfolio text DANA to 998899. Protect your future with American Hartford Gold. 866-887-1188 or text DANA to 998899.
2: Listen to The Dana Show live on the Odyssey app. Weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern Time.
1: We have a shortage of workers in our country, and you see even in Florida, some of the farmers and the growers saying, Why are you shipping these uh, immigrants uh, up north? We need them to pick the crops down here. What in racist grandma hell did I just hear? Welcome back to the show. That was, Steve says this was 30 minutes ago. Your lovable curmudgeon, Dana Lash here, reporting for duty. Steve said that was 30 minutes ago. How do you, how, I don't understand how people say, are they not aware of how they sound when they say this stuff? So she's, I, Kane, I'm actually without words. That is so. Oh my gosh!
3: It's incredibly racist, and it's obviously they have an agenda here. Um, Steve which goes.
1: Is, Trump has been impeached for less. <laughs>
3: <laughs> exactly.
1: I can't believe that somebody. It's 2022. She say this is well. They are Democrats though. Hold up. I mean, Kane. You know, historically speaking, it is fitting with their party's history is it not
3: but we have a garbage media so there we go
1: that's just that's shocking i was looking at our audio list and i'm like wait a minute what (laughs) we need them to pick the crops down here why are you shipping them up? because you know apparently that's all they do oh boy that's uh nancy pelosi for you i I don't know maybe her strategy is burn it all down because she's going to be out of power next term or next uh, after midterm. So she's going to be out of power. So maybe, they re- maybe it's just to burn it all down. This, here's the thing. The left goes, oh, that's what aboutism. That's That's not even what that means. But thanks for the Pravda-like deflection. That is showcasing your unbelievable hypocrisy. It's not even a double standard. Because you don't hear people who want the government to leave them alone talk like this. You hear a woman who's advocating for the government to get involved because, you know, you need people to pick raps down here. It's pointing out the hypocrisy of the left. You can't really very well simultaneously claim to care so much about people coming into the country illegally and caring for their welfare and well-being. Well, first off, you ignore the story we talked about yesterday, which was all of these children that are in one of these camps that are being looked after by a third being contracted by this a surf pro i think it was third party that has no experience in looking at kids and there's a lot of not great stuff happening but you know martha's vineyard how dare you send a couple people up to the elite enclave up there and also to sit here and say well the only thing they're good for is picking crops so why are you sending them up here i mean it's just Imagine being able to have the kind of privilege that Nancy Pelosi has to just, you know, she's just going to go and say whatever she wants. This is a Dave Chappelle skit. She is a walking Dave Chappelle skit. What'd you ask, Kane? I
3: was wondering if Martha's Vineyard had any crops.
1: I'm sure they got some strawberries up there in their little gardens, their little culinary gardens that... But sure man, they.
3: man, they brought the National Guard in and got them out of there quick.
1: Yeah, they won't send, They they didn't want to send any troops to the border, but I'll be damned. You come anywhere near Martha's Vineyard, we're going to call in the guard. Woohoo, we're going to get you out. And then they sent them to a military base. I mean, come on. I just, I still can't get over that. We love them so much. So we just, we really, we're going to provide, oh my gosh, can you get them out of here? <laughs> get them out of here. Please, go, please, please, military. Oh, my heavens. This just, I, the optics of all of this. Now, I got to get into a couple of the other things. Let me hit GOP real quick. So the other, earlier this week, I think it was Deseret News that had first reported, Mitt Romney is trying to sabotage Mike Lee. Mike Lee, senator from utah mitt romney senator from utah mitt romney took some time off after he was smacked in 2012 and it humbled him well at least we thought it would have humbled him but now not so much and so mike lee has been he's he's up for re-election and he's running against what's that guy's name evan mcmuffin that's his name i'm not changing it don't correct me it's his name and that guy's a stooge He's an absolute stooge. He doesn't have any accomplishments. He's just do, first off, before I use this phrase, you guys sidebar, I'm gonna bring it back. Bear with me. You guys know what a dammit doll is? Yeah. I used to have family members that would make this for crafts down in the Ozarks. And it's like this doll that you, I was like, it looks like voodoo, so maybe don't. But they would and you would if you were near you Mad you'd hit it on the bed. Damn it, damn it. Anyway, that's the whole thing. I maybe five of you out there are gonna understand this reference. Apparently it was very popular at the crafts with the craft fairs and that. Anyway, my grandma had one. It was on her bed. I just thought it was funny. Uh, but they're using Evan McMuffin as the aforementioned it doll, I guess. They're using him as the vessel for all of their revenge against Republicans that they don't like. And Mitt Romney, I mean, Mike Lee is about as conservative as you can get. And he's smart. He's not bombastic, He's, he's, you know, he's incredibly, I mean, he's very intelligent. And so I just, I, I, it's, it's amazing to me that he is so, that Mitt Romney is being so incredibly, and no, it doesn't. He is, he's just being petty. That's Mitt Romney. So he's been working against Mike Lee. He's refusing to endorse him. And some people are saying that you're doing this at the expense of a Senate majority. You could be jeopardizing the Senate majority. I mean, it's that, you know, because he has his principles. And so they had said, pull this up. This is according to PJ Media. They were talking to some people and and also Deseret News uh, about Lee's election and the Evan McMuffin whose campaign ads. He's like, oh, I'm a CIA operative. Yeah, go ahead and keep bragging about that, considering everything that we just saw in 2016. But, you know, you go, you do you. And. Mike Lee's always been accessible. He's always been a reliable conservative, incredibly constitutionally based. And he tweeted out that he was grateful for the support of his Senate colleagues and pretty much all the Republican senators endorsed him except for Mitt Romney. That's it. And I'm not quite sure what his beef is. Why he's so... I mean, because Lee was the one, and Lee was always very articulate in his... Uh, discussion and dissent with parts of what had happened January 6th. Mike Lee wanted to have, and I've explained this before, he supported a moratorium to, in order to validate those ballots that came from those areas that had dropped their uh, voter integrity protect protections as mandated by their state constitutions, which was not, Support that has nothing to do with overthrowing the election. So stupid. I mean, it's just so ridiculous. Long story short, some are saying, Well, it's either I don't even think it's that for Romney. I think Mitt Romney wants to be kingmaker. He is still bruised from losing horrifically in 2012. I remember election night 2012, it was, I mean, right when Florida's numbers started coming in, I knew immediately he lost. I'm like, Oh my gosh, he does not have the math. And it was, I mean, it was eight o'clock. He lost so early on. And so, no, Romney's not, but that's what Romney does. He, PJ Media says he puts the shiv to Republicans all the time. And he, he is, he's just petty. I shared a story earlier, uh, how when I was a token conservative commentator at CNN in 2012, I was brought in. I first uh, started doing election coverage with ABC in 2010 for Tea Party stuff. In 2012, I was covering the election for CNN. We were, uh, In Atlanta at the time at their headquarters. And all throughout that election cycle, you know, as a as a as a commentator, as a contributor, you go on, you you know, talk about certain issues and the election. Everybody's talking about the election. And the one thing that I couldn't get past, I didn't like him on gun control. I hated Romney on gun control in Massachusetts because he liked he likes weapons bans. And I did not like him on health care. And that was the one talking point that Republicans were not able to successfully refute is that Mitt Romney, Obama didn't create Obamacare. Mitt Romney created Obamacare in Massachusetts. And you can ar- you can argue and try to deflect and say, oh, well, that was state based as opposed to nation based. But it shouldn't even be that. That's the whole thing. This should be something that you can buy individually and take it with you. It shouldn't be administered even by the state. So I still, that doesn't, uh, you're changing out one authoritative entity with another. That does nothing to support your argument or or help, the, help your argument that he is somehow a constitutional conservative. It's not. And I, I, you know, not to be mean or malicious, I'm just, I was just going to be honest about it. I am not the type of, of. Commentator that goes on television Or radio and blows smoke up the Ass of whatever politician in order to Remain in the good graces of that party I don't need to do that I know a lot of other people do and they pay Their dues that way so that they can have that Power adjacent position But that's you're you're not serving Your audience and unfortunately that's what a lot Of commentary has devolved into and I can Say that with complete experience and authority And with Romney he Got his campaign got so mad At me that They were what I was told is that they were uh, calling CNN and that they were demanding first that I be fired. And then I guess they were kind of talked away from that. And they said, well, they they well, they demanded to have a either a Romney surrogate or a campaign apologist on with me every single segment. And I blew up like we're not doing that. And here's the other thing. Out of all the years that I have been in politics, and I have been on radio since 2008, out of all of the years that I've been in politics, I have never, I've gone after Democrats and Republicans hard. I have never had a politician squawk, except Mitt Romney. And that, to me, said everything. The fact that you could not even overlook someone who... I mean, I'm just looking at this from his, camp- his campaign's perspective. You might, I don't know, you might want to make inroads or at least remain on friendly terms. But he didn't care. People sit here and say Trump has an ego. I mean, this is crazy. I mean, I've disagreed with Trump on stuff, and I've known Trump for a decade personally. I've, I've known his family. I've talked to the campaign and there were discussions even before he got going. I'm like, I'm comfortable in radio, but I appreciate the, you know, the outreach and that. And there was never, I never, he never did this. Romney's people were apoplectic. And they ultimately, CNN did not do that. Uh, They did not have a, an apologist or a surrogate on with me every single time I talked about the issue, but I never forgot that, that he was so vengeful and his campaign he and his campaign were so petty that they would they couldn't even overlook that and i just it just makes me think well if it's something over that small what about bigger issues and i think he's also jealous of mike lee because mike lee there is a healthy respect for mike lee amongst democrats because he's smart yes he uses populism in small amounts to season how he presents things He's a hardcore constitutionalist. He has an absolutely impeccable record and legal expertise. And I think Romney's jealous. I think that Romney does not, does not like the competition because Lee, the contrast of him with Lee makes him look uh, more ridiculous and more leftist. And I also think that he's been so bruised from 2012, he wants to be kingmaker. He doesn't want anybody to go through the gates, so to speak, in Utah unless he's approved it. And he can sit here and tout his faith and tout his principles all he wants to, but too many of us have seen the real thing. And I dare say that, actually, I can't stand when I, I see politicians do stuff like that and then they hide behind the veneer of faith while doing, having all of this other really malicious machination. I can't, it, it's fake and it's fraudulent. And it's unbecoming. So... Gets behind one of the worst challengers. Yeah. You know, Mike Lee Mike Lee deserves everybody's support. Dana Lash here for ARK Seeds. There's a growing sense of instability and uncertainty. Gas, housing, everyday items are way up. Uh, Food prices have the nation reeling. The ability to grow your own healthy food is on almost everybody's mind. So this is why I want to tell you about ARK Seed Kits. You can visit ARK, A-R-K, ARK dot com and enter code Dana to receive 10% off. Now, ARK Seed Kits, it's a non-GMO seed company. It's family owned and they provide heirloom seeds for across the nation for over 13 years they want to make sure every home in America has the ability to grow and harvest its own food and these are the highest quality heirloom seeds they arrive in a sustainable container offering long-term and short-term storage and they also bring seed saving knowledge and food preparedness to you and your community you can get seeds for vegetables and herbs they have 50,000 organically grown seeds in each kit talking corn watermelon cucumbers lettuce beans tomatoes all kinds of stuff designed to grow new nutrient, and calorie-dense vegetables, and fruits to sustain any home at any time. So, and they can be harvested and regrown year after year. You guys know how heirloom seeds work, right? Chaz Chop in Portland didn't. So visit Ark Seed Kits and enter DANA to get your 10% discount code and be on your way to food and economic security, helping you and your family and your community. It's a limited-time offer. Visit arcseedkits.com, A-R-K, and order your seed kits and save 10% today.
2: Red meat, black coffee, truth telling, the Dana show.
1: So I want to give you a little bit of some midterm headlines and we're going to, we'll hit it again next hour as well, because normally in our midterm segment in the bottom of our second hour, we're going to talk with Congressman Chip Roy. I was looking over some of this, uh, I just, in this continuing uh, resolution, the amount of slush and pork. Is or whatever you want to call it, unnecessary spending. This is why we are dealing with a record high inflation. And you're you can't raise taxes while and keep spending at this level because people don't have enough capital. And I mean, we, this is you know old fact. There's not enough capital in the United States to offset what the United what our government wants to spend. There's just there's just not. And so I it's just. It's ridiculous. And you're going to be so mad. I promise I'll follow it up with something super happy and goofy. But uh, you need to be aware of what of what is in this bill. Chip Roy uh, was digging through it bit by bit. He and his staff. And it's stunning because I know these people don't have time to read this. You see how many pages it is. There's no way I I haven't been able to read it all. So and they they were on the floor. They were they were voting and all that yesterday. So we'll see. But we're going to talk to him about that. Now, also, like I said, a couple of uh, midterm headlines here. Uh, Mitch McConnell, I think he's running damage control. He's really downplaying the impact of abortion politics on the Senate battle. I think this is Mitch Mitch McConnell is very nuanced with stuff. You're never going to see his cards. But I think that him doing this is a little daylight between him and Lindsey, because Lindsey Graham has been pushing this at the dumbest time ever on, ever. I asked Kevin McCarthy about this yesterday, and he's like, I don't know why he's doing it, why he's doing what he's doing. I don't know why. And he agreed that this is, even pro-life groups are pro-life groups. They're like, you're about to, you're jeopardizing our best chance to get even more stuff done. What are you doing? I don't know if it's a vanity thing for him or what. I told you the Kavanaugh thing was great, but don't, put it all in the basket of Lindsey Graham you can't but Mitch McConnell downplaying the and this is the third time he's done this because he's been hounded by the press on it he says that he goes I think the issue is playing out in different ways in different states he's like uh they said they asked are you being overly dismissive and he basically said meh nah so but that just that right there signals to me he doesn't like what Graham's doing I think some people are saying that... And I'm not saying this as a Mitch McConnell fan. I've never met the man. I've never talked to his people. I have literally never even seen him in person. There are things to like and things to not like. But he will... He will act to protect, I think, the majority in the Senate. But he also expects people to pull their own weight. So that's... So that shows some daylight right there between him and Lindsey Graham. And the Pennsylvania Senate race is tightening... There are some gains. Oz v. Fetterman. We're going to talk about that coming up. Congressman Chip Roy joins us next hour. A lot in store. Stick with us. and then join the club. Visit BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Dana to save 20% off your purchase in your first coffee club order. That's 20% off with promo code Dana at BlackRifleCoffee.com slash Dana. Fuel your life with America's coffee. Black Rifle Coffee.
2: As I've said before, in echoing the president's commitment that he articulated yesterday, we're not just here today and tomorrow. We're going to be here until the recovery is complete. It may very well take years, but we will be there. That is our commitment and our responsibility.
1: So that is the latest from the federal government. That's uh, Mayorcus discussing how long it's I mean, it could take years to recover from Hurricane Ian. Welcome to this. Sh- welcome back to the uh, radio program. Dana Lash here with you. Lovable curmudgeon. Second hour here this Friday. And I just I was looking at some of the damage and just a quick uh, update, because as you know, as you've been following the news and I, I, we have a lot of uh, affiliates in the storms past. So I always want to start every hour with some hurricane just latest updates and then get into the rest of the stuff that we have for the day. Uh, the latest, it's it did go out as was projected to the Atlantic, recharged, and now it's coming back into the Carolinas, I think at a Cat 1 right now. Uh, but the devastation, Fort Myers area, Lee County, I mean, there are a number of areas, over 2 million people without power in Florida. Uh, and uh, everyone's saying don't send items, send, you can donate money through These specific groups, including the Red Cross, there are some others that have been vetted by uh, by the state of Florida and that they already are in the areas. They have the pipelines open and they are well versed in handling things like this uh, on such large levels because anything else just makes it it makes it difficult for responders and people helping with aid to actually receive things and unload them and distribute them. And it just it's not helping. It makes it worse. So uh, that's that's the way that they said best. Uh, works they have supplies it's not for a lack of supplies they said they're totally fine on that they just need they're going to be needing help with uh rebuilding so that's where we are at fort myers uh the sanibel captiva oh my gosh it's just i mean pure it does it someone said i think it was was it de santos who said it looks like an atom bomb went off yeah. i mean it does it is i mean these are some of these are areas where we vacationed And I know I've been there and they're beautiful. And I mean, I'm looking, I was looking at some of these. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've been at that hotel. Oh my gosh. It's and it's everything in front of us destroyed. It's just wild. So we're praying for everybody there. And we hope that the Carolinas stay safe. The folks there stay safe as well. So some of the latest, what we have here. uh, I wanted to touch on this, go from the hurricane into some of the stuff that we're seeing with some Democrats. There is, I don't know if you've seen this new narrative that has been That's out and and this is there's been a real attempt I think to go after in the midst of all of this go after Ron DeSantis uh over Hurricane Ian they desperately wanted to portray him Democrats did because he is their target number one going into 2024 and he's got a lot of enthusiasm with him uh he he's a a good governor I mean, he gets he even Democrats. I've been watching all these Democrat mayors and they're like, he's, you know, the response has been great. We've not wanted for anything. Um, He was prepared. And they remember when they called when he called in the uh, state of emergency uh, really early so that they could be prepared. They could get ready and have everything uh, standing by so that they could immediately get going right after this, uh, right after the hurricane moved. Uh, I mean, people have just been praising his reaction and that worries Democrats because they don't want him to, you know, they don't want the goodwill due to his. He's just there admin, doing his job and, and Democrats do not want, I would say, non-Florida Democrats at this point, except for Nikki Fried, Freed, whatever that crazy woman's name is. They do not want that goodwill generated from his good stewardship to benefit him. <laughs> and that's really what this is. So they've been trying to find every which way to go after him on with with any of this they've been trying to they've been trying to find it any which way they can and so i was looking at let me pull this up this one piece from i think this is the i think it might be the hill i think i may have just lost it bear with me okay so this is it it's over at the hill uh the headline is new york public officials criticize desantis for voting against hurricane relief and people have been bringing this story back up this was published just yesterday Uh, the story says that, um, some of these, the, uh, some of these New York officials were saying, oh, remember DeSantis, because DeSantis was in Congress in 2013, he voted against a federal relief package in the aftermath of Hurricane Sandy. That's not exactly accurate. I got to say, that's not exactly accurate. Here's the true story of the matter. And as I told you a little bit last hour, in fact, it's not even accurate at all. This like I said this began in 2013 and this first narrative originated with the New York Times and now everyone else is uh, replying to it. There was a relief package being considered after Hurricane Sandy and the criticism coming in and we covered this on air was that it began as just straight federal relief and at some point in the process. It turned into a massive slush fund that extended way beyond just immediate relief. So case in point, one of the I'm looking at my notes here, one of the uh, huge things, uh, huge parts of the bill, only 30 percent of it was going to be actually less than was going to be spent right away. Everything that remained was going to be open, not just for Sandy relief, but other things, too. That's kind of a problem, and it was described as you know it's a credit card mentality, and you use it. You can say that it's Hurricane Sandy, but let's add this other stuff in. That's how Democrats usually operate. If they want some you know some entitlements or special you know interest spending, uh, if they want to appropriate funds for that, what they'll do is they'll tack on this little this little addendum to the to the bill they're debating. And if you don't pass the bill, it'll be something like police funding or veterans funding or hurricane relief funding. And if they tack on, you know, a poison pill to it and you don't pass the bill, then they ignore the fact that they, att- they attach this poison pill to it. And they say, oh, my gosh, Republicans don't want to support funding for police or veterans or hurricane relief, et cetera, et cetera. But they they're not honest with you about what included what what's what's included in the bill. Uh, the it was a nine point seven billion dollar. Uh, there was a, a it was a huge package. But there was all kinds of wasteful spending in it. And the money that it appropriated, it was only for 20. It it only went out to 2020 and 2021. And the way it was worded is that it wasn't just emergency spending or it wasn't just for Sandy relief or hurricane relief or even anything remotely having to do with any of the state's affected hurricanes, rebuilding relief or anything. It was like a blank check for that funding. And that was the rest of it. I mean, this bill, I hope people realize all of this stuff is on the internet and you can, li- you can actually literally read it. And so he said, and there were a lot of Republicans at the time, why can't you just pass that as a separate bill? All this extra stuff that you want. Democrats did not want to do it. So what the headline actually should be is that Democrats used Hurricane Sandy relief to create a slush fund for their special interests. That's the true and real headline. And how dare people vote against their special interests? Well, you shouldn't have used relief for hurting people as a pawn. and You shouldn't have done that in order to get your, your pork paid for. That's the real story of it. That's what the New York Times didn't include When talking about that 17 billion dollar package, that's what they were talking about. And realize that there were Republicans and Democrats that voted against it. But of course, it's our media, the same media that's upset, by the way, that. Remember the story we had yesterday, the first uh, openly transgender army officer indicted for trying to give soldiers medical information to Russia? I'm not joking with you, but the press has been angrier over the misgendering of this guy than the fact that he was literally trying to steal information, not just about our military members, but also their families and give it to Russia. Reuters in particular, Twitchy noted that one Reuters author uh sarah lynch was they were asked about it because uh, a couple of people noted that all the military records still had used his proper gender uh, but reuters was saying no 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 one of their correspondents was saying trying to explain in court the defender used the gender pronouns he and his and etc cetera, etc cetera. in 2015 he came out as trans female uh, but given the fact that the defendant identified as male today we use that pronoun and blah blah i cannot believe that there's this much back and forth over this People have spent more time talking about this idiotic fantasy unicorn of misgendering instead of the fact that this guy, which actually, if you think about it, is a really good Machiavellian deflection. Yes, he was stealing. He was stealing our actual military members health information, the health information of their families. That means they're all wives and husbands and kids and trying to give it to Russia. But the misgendering, though, let's start there for a moment. And then you don't have to talk about the giving the stuff to Russia. I mean, it's actually a brilliant Machiavellian move, but it's our press should not be doing that. Political people should be doing it. Do you see all the ways that the press is messed up? Like, like for instance, when they got all that stuff from Fusion GPS and then they wrote those stories that then Fusion GPS used to establish a weird fraudulent probable cause to get a a spy surveillance warrant. The media should have been, can you believe that the government is contracted with this non-FARA registered actual Soviet oligarch lobbying entity? to try to sway the election by creating a false narrative that they're going to use to illegally obtain a surveillance warrant. That should have been the story, but it wasn't. Just like it should have been the story that this guy is passing this information to Russia, but instead they're like, but the misgendering. We don't have a free press anymore. We haven't for a long time. A long time. (sighs) I'm telling you. Now, the other thing. going to get into some of this stuff this is audio sound do i have time to do this or do i need to get rocking should i save it my audio soundbite, too with aoc okay i this is one of the dumbest this is a i have to unpack the soundbite and i'll just give you just a quick tease of it she said well not of it i'll tell you i'll give you a synopsis she says that pro-life americans want to keep a workforce conscripted to large-scale employers she's saying this about abortion the same person who votes against Privatizing healthcare so that it's portable And you can take it wherever you go So that you don't have to essentially Be conscripted to corporate America in order To have health care I don't have enough middle fingers On the hands that the good lord gave me As a response to that I don't. Uh, even if I borrowed canes, I wouldn't have enough. So we're going to get into all of that and more. We also have Congressman Chip Roy is going to be joining us at the bottom of the hour. You don't want to miss. If you're a regular listener, then you've heard me talk about kel and all the reasons why they're one of my personal favorites when it comes to firearms. Privately owned family company, kel has been making one-of-a-kind American-made firearms since 1995. Driven by creativity, kel doesn't just copy other weapons on the market. They innovate new ones, including the new P50. The P50 platform is based around a 50-round double-stack magazine which lays horizontally along the top of the grip. The 5.7 cartridge comes in several variants, from sporting, hunting, to personal defense, and with how easy it handles its smooth shooting, because it's well-balanced and thus accurate. You can definitely see kel reliability and quality at work. The P50 is fun on the range, but it's also great for serious home protection. To find out more about the P50 and all other kel weapons and products, check out KeltecWeapons.com. That's K-E-L-T-E-C, Weapons.com. Keltec, creating innovative quality firearms to help secure your world. KeltecWeapons.com.
3: And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Keltec.
1: Interesting headline. Half of the public say that they're uninformed on the new coronavirus boosters, according to a survey from the Kaiser Family Foundation's Rona vaccine monitor only apparently 17% said they knew a lot 33% said they knew some 20% said they knew nothing at all and 100% or maybe 99% don't care because it doesn't it's not an actual vaccine but whatever if you want to do it as a therapeutic that's great for you Uh, also (sighs) it's true the rocket impact you remember the rocket that uh, tapped that asteroid remember that we had why are you laughing? That is a scientific thing that took place, Mr. Kane. Sorry. Apparently, the new images that are coming out show from, and this is from the James Webb and Hubble telescopes, this was yesterday. Showed that the first images of the spacecraft deliberately smashing into an asteroid in an attempt to just very slightly alter its trajectory as an experiment to save Earth, they said the impact actually was much greater than expected. Uh, when they looked at it, they said that there were—I mean, you could see that there were. They said that you could you could see that there was some material flying out. From the explosive impact by DART. I'm reading some of the statements because there were a lot of them talking. Uh, They said it was pretty spectacular and that apparently so far it looks like it did work. And now they're looking to see if it was a piece that just, as they said, quote unquote, chunked off or if it actually left a crater. But they said this has huge implications. And so that's. That's pretty awesome. Also, the House just voted to fund government through December 16th with that uh, continuing resolution that Congressman Roy's livid about. He's going to be joining us after our headlines. The bill now goes to Biden's desk. It averts a shutdown. We had, we had a day before deadline. Now we've kicked the ball back to December 16th. Vanilla Ice reveals Coolio's last words to him. Uh, Vanilla Ice, apparent that he had performed with him like a week ago. And he said that he, he said... Uh, he had been he was freaking out about it but coolio's last words were quote see you tomorrow homie to vanilla ice they had a good relationship this is a bizarre headline a woman was forced to give her ex-husband her boudoir album in divorce in a divorce settlement it's a photo album you know what i mean that kind they she I, she had it done for him and then when they were divorcing she wanted it back but he wanted to keep it for quote memory's sake and she said That she had to do it. The judge made her do it. And so her attorney said, quote, that she was forced to distribute basically porn. Yeah. Uh, That is weird. weird. That is super weird. And also, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, and I'm talking about not the album, but, (laughs) you know, I'm just, yeah, I mean, you know, the having to give it, I mean, I don't know, weird. Why would you want it if you're getting divorced? Uh, Also, the, uh, let's see, obesity, according to New York Post, Doctors are saying it should be reclassified as a brain disorder like ADHD. No, no, it shouldn't be. I reject that. Coming up, Congressman Chip Roy. He's going to be spitting mad when he joins because this thing just passed. Stay with us.
0: The GOP has a huge edge in competitive house races. President Biden asks if a deceased lawmaker is at his event. And the left tries to blame Hurricane Ian on climate change. I'm Greg Karumbas. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day for conservatives, and hopefully a lot of laughs too. Join us. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your
2: podcasts. Your one-stop shop for the information you need to fight back. If you're going to have to learn stuff, you might as well enjoy it. The Dana Show.
1: Welcome back to the program. Your lovable curmudgeon here with you. Bottom of our second hour this Friday. And here shortly we're going to get on. Congressman Chip Roy, I have to apologize to you. We're all having some technical difficulties today. I'm glad it's a Friday that we're having these difficulties and not a Monday. Because then we got the rest of the Friday and we got time over the weekend to get them solved. Uh, But they had just, and he might even be running in from, because they they just passed, as I said, this continuing resolution. Now it's going to go to Biden's desk and... It is it's bad. This is I mean, there's nothing in here that's good. And the congressman went off on it discussing how it has nothing about border security. Are you shocked by that? There's nothing about nothing about border security and nothing. There's there's I mean, nothing to even re rein, help reinforce our agents at the border, uh, and also, there is an abuse of parole authority to release uh, illegal immigrants. They said about $5 billion to Health and Human Services Office of Refugee Resettlement. Now, that was just the story that I had literally yesterday about these children who were brought by adults, many of whom were not their relatives, which is why they are in this, like, tent area. Our friend um, and uh, brother from another mother, Sergio, down at KORV in McAllen, told us about this. He was the, I mean, I think he actually, he told us about some of these massive tents going up. And I think that this was one of the uh, things that they were, that they were creating for these kids that are being brought in because from the Flores amendment, you know, if you bring, if you come in and you claim to be a family unit and you have a child with you, then you are basically fast tracked. You are processed faster. You're, you're removed out of, you know, for the lack of a better term, government custody. And so it goes from there. And a lot of people were like, well, uh, it uh, actually actually means that um, we can we can go ahead and we can get in faster if we have kids. So let's everybody get a kid. And that mean, you, it spawned all these rent a kid things. Cartels were making even more money off of it. And it just made it so much worse. And so now here you have, like I said, eight, five billion going to HHS, their office of refugee resettlement. They have lost kids who were illegally brought over the border. After releasing them to sponsors, they couldn't find them again. And and when they would uh, one of the whole things and the separation actually started under Obama Biden because it got worse under Obama Biden. But and I'm not defending Obama because he created this problem. But I will say the reason they started the separations of the kids and the families and it was only to last a couple hours, they were vetting to make sure that these kids were not being trafficked because there are a lot of stories of that. Yesterday, I also had the headline about how border agents were, were becoming suicidal because of the stuff that they see. Can you imagine? Can you imagine your job is to help with and just basically kind of detain because your hands are tied, you know, people coming across the border and you come across kids that are being illegally brought over the border by adults who may be trafficking them and you desperately want to help them and do something and get them away and and you are tied under threat of serious penalty by the federal government i can't even imagine the the kind of mind job that our agents endure every day and so they want to give more money to this the refugee resettlement thing they've lost kids kids have been abused and and that's just they've lost dozens and that's just in houston they lost over 12 kids so there's also millions in grants Allocated to hundreds of NGOs Non-government organizations that provide Guidance on literally They're paying This this NGO to teach People how to get to the southern border And pay and facilitate essentially For the illegal crossings That's an actual That is an actual reality Uh, There's also over almost 11 billion for The FBI that has been Weaponized against Its political opponents Against the administration's political opponents, and that's you know this is after we just had the pro life dad whose home got raided, and there's also let's see a twelve and a half billion to IRS. Now I don't know why they just gave twelve and a half billion dollars to the IRS because Democrats, as Roy notes, they just gave eighty billion, and they have eighty seven. They're gonna they're gonna double the size of the agency and we got word congressman roy is still on the floor because and it makes it because they literally i mean he didn't he voted against it but republicans our democrats just literally passed the cr in the house and so he's in the middle of votes he says that democrats can't schedule everything and some of them are griping because they said that are they scheduling these votes when we're trying to do tv and news hits and tell people yes. what's happening yes. i think so because they, they were jacking around the schedule all day yesterday so he's he's trying to get to us. He's on the floor right now. So I'm going to tell you just what some of this stuff, and then he's going to fill us in on some of the latest. So you, here you had $12.5 billion given to the IRS. That's after they had, you know, $80 billion, 87000 new agents. Uh, additionally, now here's what you're really going to be mad about. You're going to be mad, and I'm mad over this, because in this bill, and like I said, I haven't even had a chance to read it all. It's a frillion, 1,100 pages. One and a half billion dollars to ATF. One and a half billion dollars to ATF. Now, some of the things that are included, you have earmarks for gun control. Uh, They want to do, and I'm going to explore this next week, the Domestic Violence Firearm Lethality Reduction Initiative. It's a bunch of word salad. It's exactly what you think it is. They want gun control research unbound by the Dickey Amendment. Now, let me explain that. This goes back to that line where people have said that the CDC is barred from researching gun control, That is, or researching gun violence, quote-unquote gun violence. That's false. The CDC was disallowed via the Dickey Amendment, and it specifically says this in one sentence. I have read it. I've cited it. I've shared it. Screen caps and links to the actual law. It says that taxpayer dollars cannot be used for the purposes of advocating for gun control, Or even for gun ownership. I'm fine with that. That's all the Dickey Amendment is. It doesn't bar the CDC from actually employing scientific methods to research serious (laughs) actual scientific things. But they want the CDC Democrats to engage in advocacy using your taxpayer dollars. And so that is what that means. They want it unbound. Well, you can't do that, and and you're going to have to literally go, and you're going to have to amend the law, and this doesn't go far enough. They want a study on ammunition background checks. They want financial benefits for, now listen to this, families of deceased ATF agents killed or injured on the job while enforcing gun control. Hmm. What about the people who have been killed uh, at their home when they have the feds coming and serving uh, those uh, red flag orders? So this is just all some of the stuff that is in this CR that passed joining us right now via Skype. You can tell he literally just ran from the floor. He's out there doing the doing the hard work for the good yeah. people of Texas. Congressman Chip Roy, how mad are you, Congressman? Because you were on a You were on a tear about this CR yesterday.
0: Yeah, Dana, uh, sorry, I uh, did just run off the floor. We just voted, uh, I obviously voted no on the CR. Let, let me start with the good news. Uh, we had 28 Republicans who, who refused to vote no in the Senate. Of course, 22 who voted for it. We had 200 in the House of the 212 Republicans who voted uh, against the CR. That means we made a difference in trying to shove the Republican Party away from just being a reflexive yes to fund government because they're, oh, I'm afraid of a shutdown. No, go on offense. The power of the purse resides with the people in the people's house. Our job is to say, no, we're not going to give you a blank check to conduct all the things you were just rattling off, all of the things that they are doing to the American people, a Department of Homeland Security that's leaving our border wide open, Americans dying from fentanyl, migrants dying on the border, ranches getting run over, cartels getting empowered, China gaining a foothold in the Western Hemisphere. We're not going to fund FBI agents that are targeting a father of seven and Pennsylvania are targeting parents with domestic terrorism threat tags. We're not going to fund the IRS agents to go after the American people. We're not going to continue to fund an energy program that's destroying our energy independence, making our grids unreliable, subsidizing wind and solar to damage our uh, standing in the world stage. And we're not going to fund a defense department to keep jamming needles and people armed or force them to get fired. Mm. Look, there are things we can do to use the power of the purse. We should do it. Big statement today. I'm taking this as a positive that 200 Republicans said no. Now we need to build on that in December. And we need to tell those 22 Republican senators, get with the program because we need 41 of you to find a spine and fight to stop this terrible uh, funding of the tyranny that these guys all campaign against.
1: I, it is amazing that them many in the Senate, that's that's shocking to me. We're talking with Congressman Chip Roy, he, as you can see clearly, he's right there outside the Capitol, just coming fresh off the floor. Uh, I was going just through uh, some of the, the gun control stuff that's included, but you uh, just the other day had a very lengthy deep dive into every single thing that is in this. There is so much, I have to ask you, if you could tell us the most dangerous thing that is included in the CR that you think that Republicans may have the hardest time either repealing or limiting damage of in any way, what would that be?
0: Well, I mean, I I can't possibly tell you the most damaging. Look, I I start with, as I was going through the list before, like when I put out that list that you just referred to, it's a laundry list of spending to remind people what they're doing. So let's just start with an example. There's $45 billion in our annual CR for the national institutes of health. All right. That includes $6.3 billion for Anthony Fauci's little domain, $8.5 billion for the CDC, $3.3 billion for the FDA, $122 million for the World Health Organization, $612 million for OSHA, which tried to shut down private enterprise if they didn't mandate uh, jabs. Look, all of that is money that's going out to target the American people. Now, yeah, there's good stuff in all of that, of course. But we got to remember, you're writing those great big checks, borrowing money to fund all of that, And they're using that power to go after private citizens. The FBI, that's $11 billion. The IRS, that's about $13 billion. And that's just on
1: top of the billions that we gave them to double the size of the agency.
0: Exactly. So you've got an annual budget of $13 billion for the IRS. We just gave an $85 billion 10-year additional appropriation to hire more. And you're going to mean to tell me you're going to do that and allow the IRS to target citizens. How about the fact that we're funding five million dollars for John Kerry to fly around engaging in all this climate uh, nonsense? How about the fact that we are continuing to fund uh, 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 dollars for ICE and border patrol? Now, God bless them. I want them to get their funding, but we're giving them a check to process people into the right. United States under limited law. Don't do that. We could we could require that if you're going to get this money, you must detain fully or turn away. We could make that requirement. We're Congress. That's what we're supposed to do. So I look, I can go through the list. There's a, lots of egregious spending. There was an additional eighteen billion dollars of emergency spending, twelve billion for Ukraine, but there was LIHEAP funding. You know what that is? Emergency funding to help people pay higher gas bills and heating bills in the winter by the because of the very policies these clowns are adopting after they just tax the hell out of fossil fuels and methane in uh, august so this is the way washington works create a problem spend more to try to deal with the problem
1: last quick question for you congressman talking with representative chip roy who just uh just got off the floor there in dc what's next so what is the next step for this because this is i mean just 40 year high inflation and now we have additional spending on top of the tax bill on top of the tax bill before that so what's next i mean this is it's like they did your midterm ads for you
0: Well, what's next is we have a strong October and the American people need to rally around and we need to make sure we get the right people in charge of the House. We need to wake up on November 9th with whatever that looks like. Lord willing, the majority in the House and the Senate we will see. That's the job of the people. We wake up and we fight. Okay, I don't want any more excuses and I'm not going to pull punch it. I'm not. And this is a this is a you never have, (laughs) though. Yeah, but now let me just say it's game time. All right, I'm over this. If we're given the pen, if we're given the majority, we have an obligation to use our power to fight for the American people. We are under siege. Texas is under siege. Americans are dying. Our energy is getting destroyed. We're being targeted by bureaucrats, targeted by authoritarians at the FBI and IRS. These are real things. These are demonstrable. We need to use our oversight power. We need to have committees and expose it. We need to stop funding it. And we need to stand up and fight for the American people and do what we said we would do. And that begins and ends, in my opinion, with using the power of the purse. Mm-hmm. November 9th, it's a new game in town. We need to stand up and act
1: like it. Oh, man, we just got to get to November. Congressman Chip Roy, we appreciate you running out and joining us. Thank you for your hard work and keeping everyone apprised of what's what's actually in these bills and what's going on. We really appreciate
0: well, it. My Thank. pleasure. God bless. I'm sorry I was late. Thanks for all No of you. worries. You we understand everybody.
1: you're doing your job, which I can't say for, you know, some of your colleagues yeah. in there. So we appreciate it. Thanks so much. God Y'all bless. you take care. Mm-hmm.
0: Bye.
3: It's his life mission to make bad decisions. It's time for Florida Man.
1: So Collier County is begging people repeatedly in Florida, please stay away from the floodwater. Now, I've seen amazing, heroic videos of awesome Florida men and women helping to save folks. There are more of those than the people who are tempting the fate with gators. They said that floodwater is dangerous. They had reports of sewage alligators and poisonous snakes in the floodwaters. So, look, all you have to say is, G-. like, and I'm immediately going to think a giant alligator is going to come and eat me. That's all you have to say. I don't even, I don't even mess with puddles when I'm in Florida. I will not even, it could be a portal to a hellscape full of gators. I will not even mess with a puddle. I don't know. There, I mean... There's some people, I see all these photos of people like in floaties in the water. like like It's like waist and chest deep. We had uh, our uh, Bud and Melissa, Orlando. They were saying, oh my gosh, there's gators in there. Now. Oh, so Collier County is saying, don't do it. All the Florida officials are saying, stay out of that water. It's dangerous. And there's sewage, sewage in it, gators, snakes, all kinds of stuff. So stay away. Uh, Miami Dolphins fans, mm-hmm, earlier this week, They apparently sparked some controversy. I've heard of tailgating, but this puts a whole new meaning to tailgating. They set up a makeshift parking lot strip club ahead of the game. And nothing says fancy like parking lot strip club. Uh, For real. It was at the Hard Rock Stadium. I mean, I just, I don't want to say anything ignorant, but are you really getting the best when you're... Don't put any of these images up at all, Juan. Oh my gosh. I feel, I don't even want to share this in Slack because Juan's so pure. Uh, It says the story, this is on the US Sun and others and there's video, uh, Barstool has video. There are strippers in a makeshift strip club outside of the Hard Rock Stadium. Uh, There's tons of, I mean, unfortunately, a ton of photos and videos and there's money all over the ground and it's gross. Just don't, just don't. You got gators in puddles in Southwest. You don't need to be doing that. Just stop. We have our third hour on the way. Don't go anywhere. More of The Dana Show after this.
4: America is fully prepared with our NATO allies to defend every single inch of NATO territory. Every single inch. So, Mr. Putin, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. Every inch. Uh,
1: I, got, I have some questions questions from the class yes i have some welcome back to the program top of our third hour this friday we got a lot of stuff to kick around the president just spoke by the way your lovable curmudgeon dana lash here with you the president just spoke so ukraine officially applied for nato membership and they want i guess like a it's they they're wanting this fast track is there i don't think there is. This is in response to Russia's annexation of four regions of eastern Ukraine. These are, it's the Donbas region, those contested areas. And this is just like what they did with Crimea when they annexed Crimea. Uh, wasn't that in 14? And the Obama-Biden administration didn't really, they didn't do anything about it. They, they just didn't. And that they're trying to have their cake and eat it, too, because they're getting their butts kicked. To the point where they're having to force all of these, uh, you know, they're trying to force all, I mean, I just, they're 60-year-olds. They're like dudes that have been forced to join their Russia's military. They did, an, there was an interview that I read, and I think it was the, maybe it was the Atlantic or Axios. I can't remember. Let me pull up my notes. Does it matter? It doesn't matter. Anyway, the guy was like in his late 60s and he and he had said this is not where i thought i would be at this point in my life <laughs> that's an understatement i mean that's it, it's a, it's i mean there he's losing and you're when you're losing a war you don't get to go well i'm just going to take this and this is cuz it sounds like he's saying i want i'm going to annex these regions if you want me to stop i'm annexing this and you better shut up well I mean, that's not how that works. The losers don't get to make the claims. They don't get to state terms. Loser, that's why you got to win. Losers don't get to set terms. Oh, War Inc. It's like somebody gave like every, all the supply of Viagra in the world to War Inc. They're so, they have a fetish for this. They're so excited. War Inc. is so excited. I don't know what whether if I should play War Pigs or Ministry or what right now? New World. I don't know. Like I'm like overflowing with bumper track ideas. <laughs> but that War Inc. is so excited. They're 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 like, we got some space in our Scrooge McDuck vault. We could have more bullions in there. So oh, I mean I, I joke, but it's real. So Now, this fast track, they don't need to become, uh, Zelensky said, de facto, we've already become a NATO ally. No, no, no. Remember, there was a point at which they were asked if they were going to join NATO, and they didn't want to do it. So then they waited and didn't do anything, and then when this happens, they want to retcon and say, oh, no, yeah, we're de facto NATO. No, you're not. And while I believe that What Russia is doing is bad and it is There's no but here it's bad you can Believe that what Russia is doing is Bad and also believe that you have to Have a justification for threatened American interests in order to get Involved to any other extent I mean This is this is what geopolitics is you Have to very clinically discuss these Issues and it's not for people who need Feel-good stuff it's not for those People it is very clinical very cut and Dry and it's only about what is in the United States' best interest. That's it. Now, Russia is, I mean, what else are they going to do? The reason I think that he's doing this now is, they. what else, what else are they going to do? They've been feeding their men through the meat grinder. And, and this is another reason why they hated Trump, because Trump was not for all of this stuff. I don't we're billions that we're sending over no accountability. And I'm not going to have Ukraine tell us that we're de facto NATO. Uh, it's just not how that works. I mean, I, I'm all for them doing what they need to do. And I'll leave. I, I'm all for the United States helping them out with weaponry because it's a hell of a lot easier to send guns than it is soldiers. But there, and, uh, Thomas Massey noted that there's going to be a lot of discussion of NATO Article five today because it is interesting that Biden said you know we'll defend nato territory that's not nato territory isn't under threat it's not under threat and so thomas massey noted and i thought this was interesting because everybody's arguing whether or not article 5 obligates the United States and there are some who are accusing the United States of violating a pre-existing agreement with Ukraine that if and this was post cold uh, this is post Cold War that you know when they became uh, when they were their own entity and they were sharing nukes and all this stuff they got to have this Russia kept that that uh, there would be this obligation for the United States to defend but I've and I've talked about this written about it I'm not going to relitigate it again that's actually not what the agreement said it actually said and I guess people love to rewrite and romanticize history uh, that it was actually discretionary that's the end i mean you don't I, I'm, I'm so tired all these same people that want the united states to get in and kick everybody's ass are the same people to complain if it's a republican administration and they say nation building democrats are neocons only when a republican is in office or a democrat's in office when it's a republican oh my gosh no we can't do anything to the point where it actually jeopardizes success because of all the infighting So it is, it is just, it's wild. This is absolutely wild. So we're in Article 5 in NATO. Massey says there's going to be much discussion of NATO Article 5 today. Few will mention Article 11 because it exposes the lie that Article 5 itself can obligate the U.S. to war. Article 11 shows 5 does not preempt the constitutional requirement that the full Congress votes on war. Because everybody's trying to cite that. Everybody's trying to say, well, this would mean... This is, you know, uh, ultimately what they want to do is if they're involved, then they can say, oh, well, we, now we have to, uh, they join NATO, then they can trigger Article 5, etc. Man, we went through all of this, but didn't we? I mean, the Cold War was pretty much over by the time I was coming of age um, with the fall because the Berlin Wall fell when I was when I was little. But um, I just I mean, we should be past all this. Now we're having to re-lit- relitigate all of it. What is the harm in just allowing Russia to wear itself out? That's the big question. What's the harm in allowing them to wear themselves out? A question for you, Kane. If they wear themselves out, I mean, then can't... I mean, ultimately, then can't they just... I mean, what, do you think he's going to get tired and use nukes?
3: Yeah, I think the just the idea of unpredictability is... I think valuable in this in this instance.
1: Oh. well, I don't, I don't like the NATO membership. I know that much. Uh, they've been the president, like I said, just spoke on that, and that was some of the audio that we had from it. I want to switch gears here. I've been really wanting to get to this bit of audio. This is audio Soundbite by 2000. Uh, it is AOC trying to they're still trying to make this about abortion. Lindsey Graham's not helping, but this is one of the dumbest hot takes I've ever heard on this issue. Listen, I think it's important to state that um, that abortion is an economic issue, forcing poor and
2: working class people uh, to give birth um, against their will, against their consent, um, against their ability to provide for themselves or a child is a profound economic issue.
1: And it's certainly a way to keep um, a workforce uh, basically conscripted uh, to large scale employers and to employers to be to work more uh, against their will this is one of the dumbest things i 've ever heard for two reasons: number one, if she wants to sit here and say that. Uh, pro-life Americans want to keep a workforce conscripted to large-scale employers. That's exactly what people who refuse to allow the privatization of health care are actually doing. You're then conscripted to, quote-unquote, large-scale employers. Because you have to have health insurance that you can only get through that avenue. So that's dumb. Uh, number two, I mean, talking about the issue of pro-life and then pro-abortion, Um. We've forgotten, I guess, again how biology has worked, how biology works. Your and the other thing is that while all of these companies are going above and beyond to say we'll pay for you to travel, and go get your abortions to other states, we'll pay for it. Have you noticed? And I we ta- we discussed this last month. Uh, studies are out; they're actually uh, doing less and also using that as a way to justify. Uh, decreased or a refusal to increase uh, maternity, family care. Not that I'm for companies even doing that, but I'm just saying that's way, abortions are way cheaper than having to pay for maternity leave. Hell of a lot cheaper. So, she's a... That's dumb. So dumb. I have a... You know what I'd have thought? Actually, it's not my thought. My youngest said this because my youngest favorite show is Bar Rescue. And he said, I would love... To I would have loved to see John Taffer walk into whatever bar she was bartender at. I was like, that would have been very interesting. For Indeed. Indeed. Uh, I We have, oh my gosh, I have more audio that I want to get to. Let's do this. Now, is this, Kane, is this the, was this the hearing from yesterday? This pl- audio somebody ate this Dr. Kumar?
3: Uh, yes, this was part of that.
1: So, audio soundbite eight. This was a hearing yesterday that was taking place. This guy's from Planned Parenthood, and he was, he was, he was being he was being questioned by members of Congress. And I just, just to, I'm going to play it because this just is b- bizarre. Listen,
4: Doctor Kumar, can biological men become pregnant and give birth?
0: Um, so men can have pregnancies, especially trans
1: men. What?
3: He said biological men.
1: Yeah. What is men can, especially trans men? Because that's where I got, that's where I, I, it's like I ran on the shallows there. I, you know, or ran aground on that part. Men, especially trans men, so women who claim they're men and also men. <laughs>
3: This is the uh, party of science. Just so you know,
1: that it, well, it, it, he ended up getting railroaded because he tried to talk over one of the members of Congress questioning. He decided he was going to do this, uh, um, going to do this uh, monologue, and they ended up shutting him down. This is what this is the stuff we're dealing with. We have more to come. Uh, we also have. Let me just give you a quick rundown. Quick rundown. Uh, I have Wokery. I got Wokery for you. We got to do Wokery. We're going to get that. uh, And I also have uh, a whole bunch of other stuff where I'm going to try to get y'all set up for the weekend. So you go in knowing everything, totally confident. You can relax a little bit ahead of Monday.
3: And now all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five brought to you by Caltech.
1: All right. So I like this study. Aging Black Rifle Coffee. Drink two to three cups of coffee a day for a longer life and better heart health. That's an actual like study that came out from a place that I'm going to trust completely. Uh, the European Journal of Preventative Cardiology, a journal of the European Society of Cardiology, the results suggest that mild to moderate intake of ground, instant and decaffeinated coffee should be considered part of a healthy lifestyle. Oh, I'm totally fine with that. I mean as long as you don't like you know have a million cups I don't think a lot of caffeine I mean caffeine's a stimulant to be honest I don't think it's you know But of course I like that Someone suggested that you should have tea Which is essentially water that's soaked it with dirt soaked in it And it is And that's not No mm-mm. I've tried it's not gonna happen uh, Also let's see <laughs> This is funny So according to a Romanian life coach I don't know Now, the psychologist, she's a psychologist. She says, showing too much skin tells others you have an inferiority complex. And looking down in a picture means you have a big ego. She, I am so done with this TikTok garbage where people decide to evaluate your entire life's choices by your avatar or by a profile photo or by what kind of dog you have. Because if I see another stupid rant from TikTok about a vet going these are the birds that i wouldn't have these are the birds that i would have shut up nobody cares nobody cares live your life live your life and be happy okay stress according to another study says that actually stress can protect your body from injury and disease case western reserve university uh, school of medicine says the immune system can benefit from now here's the heavy lifting word a little stress little stress The senior author, Fabio Caminelli, says this is one of the few studies showing that chronic stress can have a beneficial instead of a negative side effect. It was a little surprising for us. They said that psychological stress exacerbates symptoms of inflammatory bowel disease and a bunch of stuff I can't pronounce uh, and severe inflammation. And they all this blah, blah, blah. A little bit stress, a little stress can stimulate the body, but not overloading overwhelming chronic stress day in and day out that's not good so there is thankfully there is a you know they did have that difference there mcdonald's is rolling out happy meals for adults because it's 2022 and apparently everyone's a giant child and can't eat an adult meal oh uh, this is from cnbc they want to by the way you know that things are bad when you're when you're craving the nostalgia that a happy meal brought to you in the 80s and 90s that's when you know That everything's bad When you're, you're oh, But they're doing it I mean Good for them I guess Where's Mayor McCheese Why is he never yeah. involved In bringing any of this yeah. stuff back By the way Stick with us We got more in store
2: Politics Pop culture And whatever else Gets cancelled Tossed in a blender Paid for by sponsored hate mail It's the Dana Show
4: Take on his aggression I right, thank you all very much You also asked me uh, Earlier about the pipeline and let me say this it was a, a deliberate act of sabotage and now the russians are pumping out disinformation and lines we are work with our allies to get to the bottom exactly what it precisely what happened and as at my direction i've already begun to help our allies enhance the protection of this critical infrastructure And at the appropriate moment when things calm down, we're going to be sending divers down to find out exactly what happened. We don't know that yet exactly. But we're not just don't listen to what Putin is saying. What he's saying we know is not true.
1: I mean, I don't need to be told to not trust a communist. I mean, that's not a surprise. Welcome back to the program. Bottom of our third hour here. Dana Lash with you rolling into Friday evening, going into the weekend. Uh, that was the president a little bit earlier speaking about the latest situation in Ukraine because they want fast-track NATO inclusion. Um, I'm going to say uh, no. Sorry. I got my whole thing about NATO anyway. It was basic. I, and I get it. I get it. It's, you know, you got to do what you got to do. But in a geopolitical, very just straight, no chaser sense, I'm not really... When you get, for instance, when you get insurance on your home, It covers a number of things, right? You make sure that you have coverage for, you know, if you live in a flood zone, flooding, uh, you you know, tornadoes, natural disasters, fires, all that stuff. You know, if your house burns down and you don't have insurance, then you don't get to go and apply after and say, hey, by the way, can we have some of that fire insurance? You just know how that works. Now, remember, Ukraine declined actually to join oh, a while ago. They were pursuing it kind of and then it just stopped and it just didn't happen. And and that was on their end really. I don't think that th- it's not like NATO countries were doing anything to encourage or dissuade. They were just like well we're here uh, but then they just they didn't do anything else. We talked about that when all this first kicked off but you can't come in and be like well now we want to join NATO and as they're eyeing that article five. That's not how that works. No sirs not how it works i mean it's you know it's unfortunate but that's not how it works this is very it's not, i mean it's unfortunate for them it's it's you have to be very clinical in this i don't want to kick off world war three and people need to be able to take care. and i think they're they've been able clearly i mean they've they're destroying russia's military to the point where the latest and i think this was a i think it was a reuters piece they were saying that more People are more men are fleeing Russia than they had actually started in military operations when they first went into Ukraine. So we'll keep an eye on all of that. But and we'll be I know be talking more about it next week. But uh, I'm going to vote no. King's College in London is doing a study on menopause in trans women. Men who are pretending to be women. But apparently, that's not because they're men pretending to be women. I guess the researchers at King College, King's College in London don't really have a problem with that. They just will give you money to study anything these days, apparently. Can you please study a non-existent thing? Why, yes, yes, I can. That'll be $10 million. I actually don't know how much money they got for it. Um, they said that the study is closed now. I'm just, but that's what they had. I mean, woof. That's what they were doing. That's what they're, I can't believe that's an actual thing. Uh, This is, can you imagine, so money that was allocated to do that could have been used for a million other things. You know, actual health issues. If you're a dude, you ain't getting menopause. I mean, I know it's menopause, but that doesn't mean that it's yours, right? I get it. It doesn't mean that it's yours, though. Do you see how this is just absolutely kneecapping women? You could have used this for a number of other things. You could have, you could have used this to study, you know, uh, uh, heart disease in women. That's actually the number one killer of women, heart disease. You could stu- study that. You studied stuff for men. Study, uh, but this? But this is healthcare wokery that's not healthcare. This is going back to like the medieval times. Where you're not actually basing your treatment in science It's in myth and superstition That's what this is We're going back to the dark ages of medicine No, no, no We can't go by the facts Let's, uh, let's go to the crystals and see what the gods say That's what this is like I don't like this future which is basically a return to the past The way past That's, But it is And I think we need to talk about it in those terms too And refer to it in these terms This is not based in healthcare It's not based in treating an actual health condition Men don't get it Just like men don't bleed from their groin And if you do You got issues Please go get it checked out <sighs> I can't believe I got a, You know what I, I want, Can I go back to the McD story real quick yeah. You know why This is why people want adult happy meals I got to come back to this. This is CNBC's story I had it in headlines. McDonald's is releasing new Happy Meals for adults to recreate one of the most nostalgic experiences. So they announced their plans to and oh and you get a, oh you get a free toy. I miss that. Oh, do you? Do you get a toy? <laughs> so they said they're introducing adult-oriented meals complete with a free toy. Um, you look at the. No. Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! I uh, hang on! Hang on! Please hang on! No. Hang on! Hang on! We're looking. Uh, um, this is their PR. Their actual. It's the cactus plant flea market box. That sounds yummy. And oh. No, no, no. Oh, you can open it up to find one of four collectible figurines made just for the cactus plant. What the hell is that? Flea market box. Grimace, Hamburglar, and Birdie. Um, I'm going to write because there's no Mayor McCheese in here. Where's Mayor McCheese? He's the only one who actually serves. You have the robber that's in there, but you don't have the mayor. So they said, so Kane, here, here's what you need to know. So I told you the toys. They're serving up, folks, some of their, they said their menu items, you can choose between a Big Mac with the beef patty topped with the Big Mac sauce or the uh, 10-piece McNugget, which is just baby tendies. And then they get their fries. Everything is trademarked. Oh my gosh. Their world famous fries. Registered trademark. Chicken McNuggets. Registered trademark. Big Mac. Registered trademark. Big Mac sauce. Registered trademark. I can't even. It's crazy. So you get that and you get a toy. So those are the ones. You get the Big Mac or the baby tendies, the Chicken McNuggets and fries. And then you get one of the toys in there. Are we really that bad? I don't know what the cactus plant flea market thing is, but I'm sure that someone will totally give me a.
3: so literally it's just this toy. Um everything else is an adult-sized meal. It's an adult-sized
1: or- meal with a toy. Okay. There's probably made in China. All right. I mean I'm assuming, you know. And <laughs> okay. I don't know what the ca- what is the cactus plant thing? I what is that about? That just the flea market thing, I don't know what is that all about. No clue. Anyway, you- that's like I guess they're uh uh, their collaboration that they're doing Wait. they said by one of the most important brands in culture let me google this real quick sorry you're it's friday when, come on you guys are halfway when there. you
0: were teasing the story on mm-hmm. the break when you said mayor mccheese i literally thought you were going to do a story about pete Buttigieg, and how so the mcdonald's story came up
1: <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was now he's not as good as mayor mccheese mayor mccheese got it done man he got it done so they have here, I'm going to give you a link in Slack so you guys can, it's a different link than what I had. So it gives you what it looks like. You got the choices and then you get the toys. I, why do they all have multiple eyes though? Is that, I don't know, but that's uh, they do apparently. Why do they have four eyes? That's a great question. Grimace didn't have four eyes. No. Neither did Birdie. What the hell's up with the eyes? It totally looks like it was made in China. Yeah. Like we only have two eyes here. I don't know. So they, that's what you can. And they said it's going to be, you can order it in the app. And I'll, I don't know if it's a limited time. I don't know. I don't care. I just think it's, this is the fact that you have so many people craving for nostalgia. That you can interpret as a craving for normalcy. Because everything is so bad. You, and also maybe hell, that's all they can afford to eat anymore. Right? It's probably cheaper than going to the grocery store. Yeah. I'll just give me some baby tendies and some fries. And I, look, I get a toy too. I Can I just say, the Happy Meals in the day, like when I was, when I was a little bitty kid, we were broke, so I didn't get to have, I'm made of like milk gravy and biscuits, basically. I didn't get a lot of McDonald's. When I did, they had some of the best toys. You remember the actual glass cups for Christmas that you could get? Oh, yeah. They had some amazing toys in there. I love me some Happy Meals. I love the Happy Meal. That was the best. And the fries, <sighs> and I was always so excited. Uh, to open it up and then of course you know everybody has that cousin or family member who would be the boy that accidentally gets the girl toy or the girl that accidentally gets the boy toy and all hell breaks loose you remember that <laughs> i think they stopped doing that because you used to have to tell them when you went in if it's for girl or boy and now they stopped doing that because we have to erase women so i'm just i don't know are you gonna get are you gonna get a an adult happy meal
3: that is a um hell no really yeah no I mean, why would it, all it is is getting it, like I haven't eaten McDonald's in a while, but if I'm getting McDonald's, then I'm getting what I normally get, like an adult meal. The toy to me means nothing.
1: So apparently the Cactus Flea Market is like an actual brand, and I don't even know what that, everything's a brand nowadays, everything's horrible. I don't even know what what it means. What is that? It's a collaboration that they're doing?
3: Yeah, it's a Cactus Plant Flea Market, a fashion label crafting original streetwear with signature dye treatments and lettering.
1: I love how this is part of the description To maintain a secretive and elusive presence Cactus plant flea market Drops randomly with limited run capsules Well it's not very secretive or elusive If you're actually doing a collab with McD's You know Come on you can't do both I mean go and get yours I'm not you know Now uh, one other thing I want to make sure that I hit Uh, Joe Biden at a private uh, Fundraiser the other night Bashed the new Italian prime minister with this quote. He says, you just saw what's happened in Italy in that election. You're seeing what's happening around the world. The reason I bother to say is you can't, he was talking, well, wait, that's not the quote he was talking about. He said that she was a, uh, an extreme. Oh, he said she's an extremist. Democracy is at stake. He used all that language again and basically called her a threat. He went on for like, I'm, I, I don't have time to read this whole thing because apparently he droned on forever. But ultimately, he called her a threat and said that, like, a threat to democracy. Oh, yeah. And that it illustrated the destruction of it around the globe. Dude, she shares your foreign policy beliefs. Right. She's just a social conservative. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure she probably shares your economic beliefs, too. That's not how that works. Not how it works at all. I had to touch on that. I also got... Uh, I want to save this and I'll send this out to you for those subscribers. You know, always get the newsletter chapter and verse over at Substack. In China, they're stapling leaves to trees to make the city look greener. That's. There's video of it. <laughs> um, Radiohead's fake plastic trays comes to mind. This is communism. Someone joked, is this what the branch manager does? Actually, I mean, they're in one of those buckets that goes up and they're stapling actual leaves to the branches to make it look greener. Because communism. thats just wild, wild, wild. Listen
2: to The Dana Show live on the Odyssey app. Weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern Time.
1: I saw that uh, Vladimir Putin was trying to bash the United States because right now they're currently in a you did this to the pipeline, no, you did this to the pipeline. Russia's the one that has everything to gain from a damaged pipeline, by the way. They want to have more excuses to weaponize energy for Europe. Uh, and he, had, he gave this speech where he said, uh, the quote uh, that's attributed to him is, uh, do we want here in Russia instead of mother and father? Parent number one, parent number two, parent number three has the West gone mad encouraging sex changes for our children. No, we have our own future. And everyone's saying that he's against woke, but he's not against broke, as in breaking your spine if you dare criticize the Kremlin. I mean, please, what? There's some people actually out there that, oh, well, look, he's not woke. Um, No, he literally is everything that it goes to. He is everything that it goes to. I mean, really? Is this an actual d- discussion? <laughs> I mean, there are certain things that we assume that are true, right? That the, that the uh, planets revolve around the sun and that the world is actually not flat. It's, you know, round and kind of oblongy. And that, you know, there's that, uh, that certain actual things that are, we know are true. And he's a big bad commie. That's true. There's nothing, No. This is just propaganda that they're, they're, he's like trying to shame the West for what? Good heavens. Yeah, we got our problems. You know what? You don't, look, only we get to criticize our freaks and fruitcakes. You don't. That's right. Only we can. So back off. <laughs> Better dead than red. All right. <laughs> Do I need to give you your. Uh, your time for today and stupidity now. Yeah, I mean, there's so yes, much.
3: I mean, I could have chosen AOC's conscripted abortion <laughs> stuff. Or I could have done, you know, Kamala Harris reacting to the DMZ. Or I could have done Planned Parenthood's doctor on men, biological men. Okay, uh, what is it? What is It's it? going to be Pelosi. Okay. Uh, she's wondering why you're shipping migrants up north. Because they have a job to do.
1: Um, we have a shortage of workers in our country. And you see even in Florida some of the farmers and the growers saying why are you shipping these uh, immigrants uh, up north? We need them to pick the crops down here. Oh boy. I have no words. Oh. Wow. Wow. That's, uh,
3: Democrats for uh-huh. you, That's like gentlemen. a
1: whole new level of racist racist. Oh man. Alright folks, that does it for us this week. We're praying for everybody in the Carolinas, praying for everybody in Florida. Have a great, safe, wonderful weekend. I'll be back with you on Monday. God bless.